You're listening to the really useful podcast. This is the tech podcast for technophobes from makeuseof.com. Welcome to the show. My name is Christian Corley, and joining me on this week's show is uh, Gavin Phillips. Hi, Gavin. Hey, Christian. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, very well. Beautiful sunny day, but it's one degree, so mix, <laughs> mix, mixed. Mixed. <laughs> yeah, mix. It's been snowing here. Has it? Like proper snow? Well, it's proper snow when it falls, but not when it lands. Ah, just mushy, yeah, vaguely wet. <laughs> that stuff, that nasty stuff, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're listening to us, if you're listening to us when this show is released, then you will probably know that it's very nearly Christmas, and what better way to get on top of Christmas? Uh, last time we looked at decorating, this time it's gift buying, because everybody who celebrates Christmas is going to be buying gifts for someone, surely. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you could just not. <laughs> you could. You could just not. It kind you of could beats... just not. Why, why not? <laughs> well, I think it kind of possibly beats the object of Christmas. It might as well just be, you know, any other. I mean, I suppose there's the feasting element, and yeah, you know. But I mean, as I mean, as I referred to, um, I think in the last show, there's different ways of doing Christmas, isn't there? There's the kind of our way of doing Christmas, and then there's the the other way, the Eastern Orthodox version of Christmas, where Christmas Day is the beginning of Christmas, rather than for us, it's kind of the end of Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, precisely. And, you know, the overall message of Christmas is actually, you know, as a religious event, uh, I won't go too into that, obviously, but, you know, bringing it back to what it was really about. Um, but for most people, it does mean, it means presents, it means food. And, you know, for a lot of people, it means family time. So that's, yeah. they're all good things as well. Absolutely. Now, it might be that you are concerned about uh, spending money for Christmas or that you haven't got enough ideas. Uh, you m- might want to find some kind of surprising tool to uh, you know, give a give a good Christmas gift that is perfectly suited for the person that it's going to in the way that, basically lets them choose exactly what they're getting. Um, you might be looking for something that's like truly, truly unique. Well, we have got a bunch of links to discuss that will help you with all of those things. So uh, I guess what we need to do is uh, kick off with that. I hate Christmas shopping. I got dragged out last Saturday to a local uh, super mall, shall we call it? I don't know if that's a thing in the US. Uh, it's not here. I just made it up. Basically, a very large <laughs> shopping mall, uh, the Metro Centre in uh, just near Newcastle upon Tyne, and um, I, I, fi- I feel succe- like I succeeded in not spending too much money because basically I've spent a lot of money all year. Um, on, on things for the children and some of it's been for Christmas some hasn't I feel like I've, I've, I did well not spending as much money as I was maybe uh, going to I'm not really sure how that's going to turn out once I've seen the receipts from Black Friday but that's another matter entirely it's uh, always the time where you think you might have got away with it, but then you remember back in June, <laughs> you actually bought a load of stuff earlier, yeah. and then you go, ah, it's twice the amount. <laughs> 
So we've got a couple of tips for you here about uh, saving money on Christmas shopping online. Um, you know, some of these can be repurposed for offline shopping, but these are specifically for saving money when you're Christmas shopping on the internet, Amazon, eBay, you know, your favourite uh, stores online portal. So number one, this is why we need children to have lessons on money management whilst we're at school. Because it's incredible how many people don't do this. Create and stick to it. Create a budget and stick to it. You know, I'm saying it twice because some people don't do it. I, I'm terrible at doing it. And yet, yet it's it's kind of, it's, it's so basic, isn't it? It is so basic. And what's more surprising as well is that I think people get sort of lost in the, oh, I need to have, you know, Excel or I need to have some sort of budget software or something like that but you don't need any of that you just need a piece of paper yeah you know you just back of a back of an envelope or something write down what's coming in what's going out and then what you can put away or what you want to spend over the christmas period or whatever and then just do that yeah you know like you said though i mean i hold my hands up i am absolutely terrible at it but when i do do it it does make me go, oh, huh, that A, wasn't so bad, and B, I feel way more in control now and know what I can do over this, you know, hectic, hectic period. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it makes so much sense, and it just takes a little bit of effort, and so it can save a lot of money, it can save a lot of headaches as well. Uh, number two, don't buy anything before you've searched for coupons and promo codes. Now, I'm my, my feelings about these are, are mixed. Sometimes they're really useful, but quite often they're just a, a pain in the but to uh, sort out uh, coupons you know you probably know from grocery stores but these days you see them in all sorts of retail stores um, electronics you can put in a coupon you might get emailed a coupon you might be part of a couponing group um, finding promo codes is um, it can be difficult it's what's the best way to do that I because mean, here in the UK we get an email from a guy called Martin Lewis and he sends out loads of uh, budgets saving tips and uh, you know and that often includes codes for sign-ups and stuff like that. And I'm not sure if the US, you have quite the same thing. So I, I guess the, the thing here is to just be aware and get clued in and t you know focus in on this sort of thing. Maybe join some Facebook groups or Reddit groups where codes are shared. Yeah, the other thing you can do, there are um, browser extensions you can get as well. Of course, yes. For things like... Google Chrome and Microsoft Edge and when you go to a website you you know you click the extension and it says oh look you've got a, a coupon that will get you you know cheap postage or 10% off or, or whatever it is but, and that just lives in your browser so that's quite a handy way to do it as well. You can also spend some time searching for exclusive sales. Uh, these are things that uh, might be emailed to you or you'll see on the social media pages of a brand that you follow or whatever or maybe even random advertising random advertising uh, black friday sales last three to six days at the end of november everyone knows that but uh, sometimes people come in groups uh, you know companies come in with an earlier sale um sometimes a later sale as well i mean i must say the last two i mean if you're into video games the last two of uh you know if you use steam or good old games they have coupon codes all the time and exclusive sales regularly. So those, you know, there's just two examples. A lot of the online stuff, the, the eShop for Nintendo and the Xbox store, I'm guessing the PlayStation store does as well. 
Yeah, I think. Uh, do you get them on the Nintendo Nintendo Switch? The Switch store has them as well, don't they? Nintendo yeah. are notoriously not that generous when it comes to discounting games and stuff, but they do knock a bit off, don't they? Yeah, they, do, they can do. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've managed to get a couple of good bargains over the years, just by, by you know, yeah. choosing my moment. You know. Uh, we'll move yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah. We'll move on. Price comparison sites absolutely vital. Price comparisons apps as well uh, just any online tool that will tell you different products and the prices and maybe any uh, variations in price as well over time so maybe you can again choose your moments you got any recommendations for price comparison apps do you do you use one um don't use many comparison apps but the one i do always go to if i'm going to buy something on on amazon is camel 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 yeah. which is like the go-to um, and that's really handy. I know Black Friday has passed, but when you do see, oh, that deal looks incredible, go to Camel, 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 check the price, because it might be that three weeks back they ramped up the price just so they could stick a 33% discount on it, sure. and it's the exact same as you would be would be buying. Yeah. Okay. And the last tip, and it makes a lot of sense, really, uh, go for free delivery wherever possible. Uh, often it's over a certain amount so that means you would need to purchase more than maybe you intended to so don't purchase but don't purchase anything that's going to make it more expensive say delivery is five dollars no point going for free delivery on purchases of over fifty dollars when all you want is a twenty dollar item that's just insane yeah exactly you end up buying more just to get the free delivery you yeah. sort of cheat yourself don't you yeah totally totally um so yeah stick to your budget at christmas and um I'm not going to say that Christmas shopping is fun because anyone who thinks shopping is fun, I would say maybe do something different. But you can <laughs> use Christmas shopping. Um, you can do Christmas shopping safely and budget-friendly. And uh, d just don't overspend. Stick to your budget. Okay, so we've got that uh, the budget thing out of the way. But what about Christmas gift ideas for a specific type of person, perhaps someone who likes making stuff or tinkering with stuff? Well, we have got a great list of 10 items, gift ideas for makers and tinkerers, that you should consider. Now, these vary in price, so you know, you'll need to do a little bit of research for your budget and stuff here. Number one, a 3D printer. There's many different types of 3D printer out there. The one we have in our list, which we'll link to in the show notes, is the Kubicon Prime. Um, as I say, there's many alternatives. They're all around three to four hundred dollars these days for an affordable quality uh, 3D printer. They basically make things out of plastic, in most cases, or different types of uh, mix of plastic. Some do metal, but they're hugely expensive. And of course, there's such a thing as 3D printed food. You're not going to be able to buy one of those either. These are all plastic-based 3D printers. Uh, another thing you could do is an LED kit, a lamp kit from Mio. I don't know what that says. Can you, can you say <laughs> that, that? Is a, that is an interesting word, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, something else you could get uh, for someone who's into electronics is an 8-inch heavy-duty wire stripper. Because, you know, people who like making networks and electronics and plugging things into things, they do need wire strippers. They're really useful. If For something a little bit more practical than that is a Raspberry Pi. 
The Raspberry Pi 5 has just been released in late 2023, so that is going to be top of the list for a lot of people who are into that credit card form factor, single board computer that can do everything from um, hosting a media center to a data server to um, a web server to retro gaming. And, you know, the Raspberry Pi 5, I'm, I'm gonna, it's hard enough. But seriously, it has the spec. You can use it as a desktop computer now, the Raspberry Pi. That's how far things have come. And uh, it'll, be be- it'll be better than most Chromebooks, in my opinion. Well, the affordable ones, anyway. Uh, kids who like to get about a bit might be interested in a DIY electric skateboard kit. Now, it seems absolutely insane to me that such a thing should exist. So you can get electronic skateboarding kits, even, which um, that's that's like you build it yourself, and then it has a motor in it, and you can remote control it, which I, I, I don't know about you, Gavin. That kind of seems to me to be the point of a skateboard. Yeah, but <laughs> with a motor, you go faster? Yeah, but... More danger? Yeah, yeah d- d- definitely danger, yeah. <laughs> Something else you might be interested in for an electronics enthusiast, uh, Tinkerer, is a uh, a robot. I've actually got a robot here that was very kindly sent to me a few weeks ago, which I haven't been able to set up yet. What uh, what type of uh, robot is it? This particular robot is. It's not as heavy as it sounds. There's stuff on top of it. This is the Zeus car <laughs> kit, the Omnicar for Arduino. Do you know, I've barely opened it. I don't even know if there's, if it actually comes with an Arduino. So... Oh, uh, okay. It's, yeah, apparently it does. There's an Arduino-looking board in the uh, in the list of uh, items. So, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's loads of these things. You can pick them up reasonably affordably on Amazon. I mean, they're all around $100 at the most for these sort of Arduino kits. Uh, but, they're, you know, there's a... Good, especially for uh, children who are of a certain level of interest in electronics and robotics and science and stuff like that. That's, uh, that's a good gift to uh, hand over there. Uh, for a more practical-minded uh, use uh, gift, you might be looking at a digital multimeter. You could... I mean, this you, do, you would really need to know a lot about what the person that you're gifting is doing with their electronics, but, you know, you could offer them a sensor module kit as well. Uh, these <laughs> do all sorts. I mean, this is very niche, isn't it? I was just, that's just what you want in your stocking on uh, <laughs> Christmas morning. Gee, thanks for the Christmas <laughs> sensor modules. <laughs> <laughs> on a more practical level, a soldering iron can prove very useful gift uh, for a lot of people. And, I mean, this, this should be number one in the list. I don't know why it's number ten. A gear wrench, although there are other makes, Philips slotted Torx screwdriver kit. I've got one of these. It's absolutely brilliant. You do so much with it, from taking That's... apart from phones and laptops to um, just repairing toys. Having a, a good set of small gauge screws um, and things like that is really important. I think I've got one of the iFixit sets that have oh, like right. a million different heads and it just it's constantly in use. It's just so useful. Do those iFixit kits, do they come with the plectrums as well? They Some of them do, some of them don't. It right. depends on the size you go. Okay, I think yeah. I saw... And they're really useful. The kids were watching a YouTube video yesterday and someone had one of those and they opened it up and it, it, it looked good and everything but uh, look... 
and you know, credit to the guy, he he wasn't thrown by this, but he, he sort of flung the door of the kit open and the plectrums all fell out. He just kept talking. <laughs> it looked appalling. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to some ways to surprise people with a gift card. Now, call me old-fashioned, this isn't the sort of gift anyone should be receiving at Christmas, but I know and I've been in that situation myself, that there are times when it just isn't possible to get everyone the gift that you want to get them, and you have to rely on gift cards. Now, we have a c- collection of uh, 10 sites that are offering gift cards at Christmas, and I think the best thing to do, because, uh, you know, you need to go to your local area and just find out if they do gift cards for, you know, that particular shop that you want to buy from. And if that's what you want to do, then go with that. If that isn't possible or practical, then the thing you want to move on to is um, retailers like Amazon, Walmart, Target, etc. Um, if you're uh, intended gifty, let's say, recipient, uh, is a fan of a particular restaurant, then it might be possible that you can... Uh, particularly for big chains, that uh, gift cards are possible. And, um, you know, it's really difficult to get through any sort of large shopping centre without having the option of buying a gift card from a store. So, you know, there's loads of ways of doing this. And and then you've got Google Play, you've got Xbox, all those places where you can buy software from online. Gavin, how, how do you feel about gift cards? Uh, I'm kind of for them, actually. Yeah, I think if, in a pinch as well, they're really useful. Yeah. But sometimes you just don't know what to get someone. I'd rather give them the opportunity to get something they, you know, they actually want, rather than, you know, you you're scrolling manically through Amazon on the 23rd of December, going, ah, what do I get this person? And you know, you inevitably end up buying some sort of tap that just goes in a cupboard. So, you know, spend the same money on an Amazon voucher or, like you said, go to find out where they like to eat or something like that and see if you can get a gift card for that. Um, that's always a handy little thing. Find local shops that offer similar schemes and then they can go and go and spend it locally as well. Yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, my, my, my birthday is in late December and it's always the case that I just get money flung at me or gift cards. Ah, yeah. Uh, That's a tricky time. It is a tricky time. Well, you say that, I don't think it's tricky. Just everyone else seems to think it's tricky. Yeah. You should have been more considerate, man. I I should have have arrived when I was supposed to instead of... Yeah. (laughs) Outrageous um, behaviour. Yeah. It's not there now, but there was a maternity home in the next town uh, when I was born, and I was... uh, Let's just say I was uh, refusing... To arrive as on schedule, <laughs> so my mum got moved, uh, sort of ten miles in the other direction, and uh, so basically everyone my age was born in one of two nearby mater- maternity homes, and I was born in the big hospital. Ah, classic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll move on to our final item: the best online sites for genuinely unique Christmas gifts. So, you know, if there's someone in your life who you want to treat with something that no one is likely to have seen before, especially them, then this is how you do it. 
Uh, there's a collection of different sites. There's Personalization Mall, which um, has several categories of gifts, and you can purchase them with customized messages on. Now, this one, I've never come across this. This is called Uncommon Goods. And oh, I've never heard of it either. No, I? yeah, they uh, they basically say we're all out of the ordinary, and they give you a collection of unusual items, um, guitar socks, literary scarves, F-bomb paper, uh, paperweights, all sorts of crazy um, mad stuff that uh, you've probably never seen before, and it's very likely the person you're uh, aiming to gift hasn't either. Gifts.com offers unique Christmas gifts as well. Stocking stuffers, secret Santa gifts, um, presents for co-workers, all that sort of thing. Dolls, Christmas decorations, blankets with photos on. It's uh, it's, it's all there. Customise it. Books um, dedicated to children you know, that are about the child, etc. My little girl's got loads of those. She's, she's got a very high opinion of herself. Um... <laughs> Uh, we'll move on. <laughs> Perpetual Kid, a store with tons of unusual gifts. Uh, you've got things from categories like space, unicorns and rainbows, 1980s flashback. And again, a great collection of unusual things that you haven't seen before. Now, you know, there is a small chance that there's going to be some crossover between some of these that we're giving you here. But uh, overall, they're, they're, they seem to be very different. We've got one called Oddity Mall, which... Oh, God, I love this picture. Um, This is my favourite one by far. (laughs) (laughs) This shop has gifts for men, women, mums, dads and kids. And there's also categories for pranksters, drinkers and hunters. But uh, Gavin and I are both tickled by the the alien-like baby carrying pouch, which is a kind of um, front-facing baby carrier for adults where the baby face pops out through a hole. And uh, it's great. I love it. Super. The um the way that the little face is poking out is, is just quite fantastic. Yeah. I wish I'd had one when I had uh, yeah, small kids. I do as well. <laughs> it's quite brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So th- yeah, so that one is uh, Oddity Mall. Uh, we've got Prezi Box, which is another uh, site with gifts for all occasions and ages that are quite unique. They have a unique gifts section, and uh, you should be able to find something quite unusual in there. We've got Spencer's. This has physical store as well as online stores, and they have categories like ugly sweaters, funny gifts, anime gifts, and a lot more. Um, you know, anything that you're looking for that's a bit unusual, and you've tried the other sites, try Spencer's at the end, and uh, you might just find that it has what you need. I think they're a pretty good selection, isn't it? It is. Uh, have you ever bought anybody something like really? random and weird like off these sort of sites well i would like to say no i haven't but my wife has just bought my dad a hat and oh i need i mean basically what i need to do is remember what it says on the hats (laughs) i can't remember what it says (laughs) is is it rude or amusing it's it's an amusing thing it's something my dad's called dave I know, um, what one year I uh, bought my mother a rather amusing and rude novelty corkscrew. Right. 
which I thought was hilarious. My wife was like, I can't believe you're going to give that to your mum. It's utterly appalling. And I was like, I guarantee she will find it hilarious. She was like, no, no, no. And I was like, but she found it absolutely hilarious. Oh, like, good. Result. Lucky. I would never buy anything for my mum like that. No, no. <laughs> it was a big risk. <laughs> We've reached that part of the show where uh, we offer you a recommendation, a, an idea, a thought, an experience that's uh, relatively digital or technological that we plan to share with you. And uh, Gavin has a recommendation. I do have a recommendation, Christian. I've got I've got a few recommendations actually. It's more like a, a collection oh, wow. of Christmas-based recommendations when you're sitting around this Christmas period. Uh, and wondering about what sort of video games you should be playing. So uh, I've, I've put together a little list of some games that you might want to play. They've got a rough collection of Christmas themes, some more Christmassy than others. Uh, okay. But I'll run through it quickly because some are better than others. So you could play Skyrim, which is linked, obviously, because it's in the snow. So that's, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Tenuous, man! <laughs> Tenuous at best. All right, all right. So all those Australians Batman... running around in the snow at Christmas. I yeah, tell you what, exactly. mate, let's go well, play Skyrim. It's snowing in there. Well, that, they can mod it to look like a sunnier climate <laughs> if they want. A beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, there's also there's Batman um, Arkham Origins, which is set on Christmas Eve. So that's way more Christmassy. Okay. Um, You've got the Die Hard trilogy on PS1, which you'd need an emulator or some sort of thing to run, but they're all set around Christmas, obviously, and it was a fantastic game when it launched. Die Hard 3 is uh, not set still at Christmas. Uh, Die Hard 3 isn't, sorry, no, but oh. Die Hard 1 and 2 are, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Giving myself but, away know, there. If, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to play the trilogy, you might as well play all three. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, there is the Animal Crossing winter season, which they do every year, and that started on November the 26th, and it runs through to February the 24th, uh, and it turns all the stuff in the game sort of Christmassy themed, so that's good fun. Yeah. Uh, there's a lovely little puzzle game that I found on Steam that I'm going to pick up called A Good Snowman is Hard to Build, where you have to go around and try and build a snowman and it gets knocked down. Uh, and there's all sorts of different little puzzle elements. It looks really, really cute. Looks like a good little fun game. Another tenuous one is the uh, winter sports game Steep, <laughs> which involves lots of downhill snowboarding and skiing and whatnot. So, you know, the snow is there, though, so it's obviously Christmas themed. <laughs> and then uh, another great-looking game that I've just seen is uh, Cthulhu Saves Christmas. Uh, which is uh, an RPG uh, where you go around and, you know, the eldritch monster Cthulhu has to try and save Christmas from coming to an end. Uh, and that looks like a really fun little game you could play probably on a Steam Deck as well. That's probably nice sitting on the sofa. Right. I've got one more for you, though, but this is a game to avoid this Christmas. Okay. Just launched. It's The Grinch Christmas Adventure. So they've made a video game of The Grinch, uh, it just looks awful. I was uh, going to say, you're not selling it to me so far. No, no, this, this is way up on the avoid list. It costs $40. It has roughly four to five hours of gameplay. The gameplay looks absolutely diabolical. Oh. It's been slated on Steam and it's been slated in its reviews. So 
if you were thinking, oh, that looks like a fun little game and the kids know the Grinch film and all that sort of stuff and yeah. the book, don't do it. Avoid, avoid it. Okay. Keep, keep your 40 bucks in your pocket. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't really have a recommendation. I do actually have a slight recommendation to add to what Gavin's just said. But before I do that, many, many years ago, back in the days when you could buy computer magazines and they would have code in the back for you to type into your computer, I spent the first week of my Christmas holidays typing in a game. And it turned. It was the one and only time that I typed in a game and it worked. And it was. Oh a, wow! It was a Father Christmas platform game on the Commodore sixty four. And oh wow, nice! I, I was uh, I was so proud that it worked. I loved it. It was fun. I played it during the summer. I was that proud of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just to add to what Gavin was saying, a lot of the uh, online games, uh, multiplayer online games, have christmas themed stuff taking place in them uh for example in the past uh, in the guild wars universe i've uh, logged in at christmas and found the place snowing when it is usually snowing and people having a little get together and stuff like that they've done the same in uh, red dead online and probably um grand theft auto online as well and all, the, all nearly all the online games have kind of a christmas theme going on at the moment don't they yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I've done similar with Guild Wars, and uh, World of Warcraft obviously has massive Christmas events. Um, but yeah, anything that has massively multi, massive multiplayer online elements will have some sort of uh, Christmas events, won't they? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you've reached the end of this week's really useful podcast, the Tech Podcast for Technophobes from MakeUseOf.com. We have shared with you a number of useful tips and tricks to help you make the best out of your Christmas gift buying in 2023. Uh, everything we've discussed you will find in the show notes. We'll be back next week for another chat about what to do after Christmas. Until then, from Gavin Phillips and myself, Christian Corley, it's goodbye. Goodbye.